Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 133, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, so welcome back, boys and girls. We hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. We are halfway through our first week in the Book of Romans. So, let's go. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marv, you having a good week so far? Oh, yeah, pretty good, Dave. You know, I'm thinking of changing up my look. You know, maybe getting a haircut? Say, you you think I'd look good with a mohawk? Mm, you know, I'm not sure that would work for you, Marvin. Yeah, yeah, that's what my mom said. Yeah, I also really want to grow a moustache, but mm, I'm not old enough yet. Yeah, you know, I think you should just stick with the natural cow look, Marv. It suits you. Yeah, I guess. How come you don't grow a moustache, Dave? You know, you're old enough. Well, you know, I just don't think I'd suit a mo- I mean a moustache, Marvin. Yeah, it makes my face too itchy anyway. Oh, how about a beard? Yeah, same thing. Anyway, Marvin, it is Wednesday. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, guys. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing, Benjamin? Oh, I'm great, Dave. Yeah, check out my new woolen jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice one, Benjamin. Yeah, looking sharp, Benjamin. And there you are. You are literally a wolf in sheep's clothing. What? Uh, No, Dave. No, it's my clothing. Yeah, I bought it. I wouldn't wear a jacket if it belonged to a sheep. No, I I know, Benjamin. I just meant, you know, because it's made of wool. You know, wool comes from sheep. Oh, I see. Anyway, you guys want to hear a joke? Oh, we sure do, Benjamin. Okay, so we're in the Book of Romans. And, you know, I heard you guys talking about haircuts, so... Well, get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. What did Paul cut his hair with when he visited Rome? I don't know, Benjamin. What did Paul cut his hair with when he visited Rome? A pair of Caesars. (laughs) Oh, Caesars. You know, Dave, because the Roman emperor was called Caesar. (laughs) That's a good one, Benjamin. Yeah, thanks, Benjamin. And, well, you know, we're going to be in Romans for a while, so I hope you've got a lot of jokes. Oh, you know I do, Dave. But, hey, I gotta go. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin. So, well, back to Romans we go. Yeah, let's do it, Dave. Now, yesterday we heard Paul talk about how, well, though we had no excuse, people had turned from God and had been sinning in all sorts of ways all over the place. Yeah, that was bad news, huh? Now, when the religious people heard all that, Paul knew that they might think to themselves, well, yeah, that's terrible. All those pagan people who ignored God, they really should know better. It's a good job we're not like that. But to them, Paul says, no, you're not getting it. You're just as bad and maybe even worse because you look down at the pagan people who don't know God, but you're actually doing all the same stuff. Oh, yeah, Yeah, that's not good at all. It's not. And so, well, today, again, we're going to break this up into two little chunks. So here's the question for the first one, Marv. What is God's kindness meant to do? Okay, okay, so what is God's kindness meant to do? Got it. Great. Okay, Sophie. So first up, can you please read for us Romans chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. 
If you judge someone else, you have no excuse for it. When you judge another person, you're judging yourself. You do the same things you blame others for doing. We know that when God judges those who do evil things, he judges fairly. Though you're only a human being, you judge others, but you yourself do the same things. So how do you think you'll escape when God judges you? Do you disrespect God's great kindness and favour? Do you disrespect God when he is patient with you? Don't you realise that God's kindness is meant to turn you away from your sins? Thanks, Sophie. So, Marvin, what was God's kindness meant to do? Oh, it was meant to turn us away from our sin. Yep, that's it. God didn't forgive the sins of his people because they deserved it or because they were better than anyone else. These religious people were acting like God owed them something instead of realizing that it it was grace, it was kindness, it was love. They didn't deserve God's favor and blessings at all. What they deserved was judgment and punishment just like everyone else. And so instead of looking down their noses at all the sinners, well, they should be grateful. They should worship God and thank him and love him and turn away from sin because they want to follow him. But that's maybe not what was happening. And so in this next section, Paul says, well, there will be trouble and suffering for everyone who does evil, religious or not, Jew or Gentile. But here's the question, Marv, what will there be for everyone who does good? Okay, so what will there be for those who do good? Got it, Dave. Okay, so so the second chunk is Romans chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. But you're stubborn. In your heart, you're not sorry for your sins. You're storing up anger against yourself. The day of God's anger is coming. Then his way of judging fairly will be shown. God will pay back each person in keeping with what they've done. God will give eternal life to those who want to keep on doing good. They want glory, honour and life that never ends. But there are others who only look out for themselves. They don't accept the truth. They go astray. God will pour out his great anger on them. There will be trouble and suffering for everyone who does evil. That is meant first for the Jews. It is also meant for the Gentiles. But there will be glory, honour and peace for everyone who does good. That is meant first for the Jews. It is also meant for the Gentiles. God treats everyone the same. Great. Thank you, Sophie. So, Marvin, what will there be for those who do good? Oh, glory, honour and peace, Dave. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's right. But Dave, you know... I thought we are saved, you know, we get to go to heaven because, well, because we believe in Jesus. You know, we don't earn it by doing good things. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, Professor Westminster. Hi, everybody! <laughs> Hi, Professor. So, yeah, are we saved by doing good things? You know, I thought we've talked about this, that we're saved by faith, you know, not by being good. Ah, yes, it's a good question, Marvin. And you are correct, yeah? We are definitely not saved by doing the good things. Paul will say a lot about this in the rest of this book. Okay, then, but why does he say that there would be glory and honor and peace for those who do good? Well, you see, in today's reading, Paul just wants to make the point that everyone... Whether you're Jew or Gentile, you know, whether you're churchy and religious or not religious at all, 
in the end, if you are to be judged, well, everyone will be judged according to the evil they have done. So, Marvin, here's the question. Do you do good all the time, or do you do the bad things? Oh, well, I hope I do some good things, Professor, but, yeah, well, I do some bad things, too. Quite often. Well, actually, pretty much every day. Yeah, and how about you, Dave? Well, yeah, same goes for me, Professor. Yeah, so Paul says, if you are good all the time, well then, hooray, no worries. But if you sin, well, then you will face judgment, like all sinners. But the thing is, guys, all of this is kind of the picture of how things are without Jesus, yeah? So Paul is explaining, he's laying the foundation of the bad news. So when we get to the Jesus stuff, then we really understand how good that good news is. Oh, I see, got it. So yeah, it's like, if you're good, then, yep, you'll be saved. But then it's also that actually none of us are good. Ah, that's it, Marvin. Good job. <laughs> okay, got it. Yep, thanks, Professor. So yes, all of us, we stand as sinners before a holy God. And sometimes, boys and girls, it's easy to forget that. You maybe go to a church with people who love God, and people who are nice to you and nice to each other, just lovely people. And sometimes, without even realizing it, we start to think that God has saved these lovely people because, well, look how lovely they are. But you know, it's just not true. Those lovely people are sinners. Those lovely people, if they got what they deserved, would be in big trouble. All of us would. See, the church is not God picking out and gathering up the very best people. What the church is, is a bunch of people, a bunch of sinful people, who know that Jesus is their only hope, their only rescue from the judgment they deserve. So today, well, let's thank God that he is not just gathering up the best people, because if he was boys and girls, well, I don't know about you, but I do know for sure he wouldn't be picking me. So yes, let's thank God that he saves horrible sinners like you and like me. Oh yeah, like me, Dave. And, well, we are out of time for today, boys and girls. So have a great afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow to go a little bit further in Romans and for an interesting Thursday. Oh yeah, great. Okay, well, yep, bye everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.